All right, here we go. This is Jeffrey Harris uh, with 411 Mania and the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. And I have a confession to make. I am a Jericho-holic. And this is the one and only, the living legend, the Ayatollah of rock and roll, a God's gift to professional wrestling, the former uncrowned AEW world champion, the first AEW world champion, the first WWE undisputed champion, Chris Jericho. Thank you for speaking with me today. This is a great honor and pleasure. Thanks, man. Quite the intro. Uh, you know, I would, uh, I would take that job if you're looking for, if you're looking for a hype guy. <laughs> All right. So Chris, uh, season premiere of dark side of the ring. Uh, I just watched it. Uh, I think this was an amazing, an amazing piece of work. And I'm so grateful that you were a part of it and all the candid, uh, interview footage, uh, you did for this, uh, uh, for this episode. So I guess, what did you think about Jason Eisner and Evan Husney wanting to tell this story and, uh, bringing you on board and did you have any initial reservations at all when, once you got started? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, because basically Chavo Guerrero contacted me and, um, kind of got involved in this. And then once we knew that Chavo was involved and it's kind of, uh, spearheading the whole thing, um, that's why I was involved because I, I knew if Chavo was 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 doing it to that it would be done properly. And his point was, if we don't do this ourselves, someone else is going to do it. They're not going to do do a good job of it. So um, we really uh, came together. We got Dean involved and, and Vicky, and yeah, it just uh, came together really well. It was done for the right reasons uh, by the right people, and uh, I think it's a tremendous. Uh, look into what really happened from the people that were closest uh, to him and Eddie. Uh, this documentary, it felt very authentic to me. I appreciated that people like you, Dean Malenko, Chavo, Vicky Guerrero, and all, and also um, Sandra Toffolini all had prominent interviews uh, in this episode. Uh, and I, I'm so glad this story was told because I don't think this story has ever really been told in this way, Chris. Well, no, it hasn't because it's never been told this way because the people that were involved uh, had never kind of come together all at the same time to to, to chat about it, to you know be involved with everything. So I think that that you know when you get David and Sandra and and, and, and Jericho and Chavo and Dean Malenko, I mean those are people, Vicky Guerrero, that were closest to Eddie and Chris, so you can't even attempt to do something like this if if you didn't have those people involved, so um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to be involved, if those guys were going to have their say, I wanted to to be a part of it as well. I think going back, you know, all those years ago, you know, 2000, 2001, you, you... the Canadian Chris's, you were my guys. Um, and I just remember that night, you guys uh, won the tag team titles against Steve Austin, uh, Triple H, I think, a match of the year candidate. It was, a, it was an amazing night. Um, so, I mean, it's a tough, it's such a tough subject. It's even tough for me to talk about right now. But 
I feel like you can't tell the Chris Benoit story without without you, and I, and in my opinion, vice versa. How do you feel about that? Well, yeah, no, exactly, and that's kind of what I said uh, in, in the documentary when I said, you know, when you talked about Chris and, and his career and how great he was in the ring, um, it's not glorifying a murderer to talk about right. that. There has to be a point where you can uh, separate the two and never forget what he did or understand it or, or not be completely furious about it. But there also is a whole side of him uh, in the ring, which was pure genius. And it's something that when I was working in WWE and they would do you know, I think we did three of them of the kind of the Jericho retrospectives on DVD. Uh, you can't include those Benoit matches, and they were very important and very much a integral part of my career in the WWE. And you know, those matches will never really be seen again, and it's hard to watch them even if they were. So uh, there's a huge chunk of my career that was affected by that, not just from a friendship level, but from a professional level as well. I think some of the best parts of this documentary, Chris, um, we get to hear from uh, Chris Benoit's own son, Daniel Benoit, um, and uh, Nancy Benoit's sister, Sandra. And I think they they were both victims uh, in, this, in this whole tragedy as well. And I remember this coverage very clearly um, going back 13 years ago. I was uh, uh I was in um I was at Night of Champions, uh in Houston, Texas, the night uh Chris Benoit was supposed to wrestle CM Punk and 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 just being just so devastated, it it's tough. But I'm so grateful that we we got to hear from Daniel and Sandra to talk about this, and. Because I feel their story was lost in all of this 13 years ago. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, uh, um, specifically Nancy, for sure. I mean, Nancy and David were the innocents in this. And, you know, I think Nancy had a, a huge career uh, behind her that gets forgotten because she is the victim you know, the wife, of, the wife that was murdered by her husband. But once again, you have to separate her last weekend of her life with her amazing career. She was great at what she did. Um, and I think that should be critically acclaimed and should be spoken about more. So uh, once again, it's one of those things where, where um, a lot of things get affected by, by this weekend. I mean, David's life definitely changed course huge when, when this happened to him. So uh, there's a lot of things that, that we have to remember that are more than just about the, the death. It's, it's the people that were left behind and the legacies that were left behind that were also uh, tainted forever by what happened. Sorry, I meant uh, David Benoit, um, his surviving son. Just just because the fact that yeah yeah i i mentioned daniel earlier i'm sorry about that um okay yeah i do i was trying to correct myself but i'm great i'm grateful they had that moment and you got got them together and uh david and sandra were able to sort of have that moment together and just sort of have that realization i thought if there's anything that can come of this, I, I'm I'm appreciative that 
I thought it was beautiful that they could that they could hug and just embrace each other and have that realization together and um and you got to be a part of that and and I guess wh what sort of inspired you to sort of bring them t together at that point well I mean I brought them together uh, I had interviewed uh, Sandra a few years ago uh, for my podcast but I think it was the first time she ever really spoke publicly about what went down and I wanted to um, uh, I wanted to uh, uh, talk to her once again kind of more about Nancy than about Chris uh, you know obviously the conversation goes there because Sandra was affected as well but once she kind of came and spoke to me, because I'd never met her before either, I said, do you ever talk to Dave? And she said, I have his number. And I said, well, here's his number. And you know, I gave her number to, to, to David, David's number to her. And they started uh, a relationship, you know, kind of contacting each other. And it kind of came to an head by both appearing on this show. And I think they've hung out a few times. But I think, if anything, I feel really uh, proud of the fact that I was able to bring them together after they hadn't talked for I don't know, 10 years or whatever it was at the time. So uh, they should be uh, be together because nobody in the world was affected as much as those two were. So it was really uh, gratifying for me to see that they struck up a, a, a relationship that still exists to this day. Now, Chris, your tenure on season two of Dark Side of the Ring is going to continue beyond uh, this episode. You will be the narrator uh, throughout season two, um, can you share with us how that sort of came together uh, following this episode? Yeah, basically, I mean, like I said, when Shavo got me involved with the Benoit shows, uh, and then when, when when Evan and the guys came over, they asked me uh, quite a few questions about Owen Hart as well, who's also being uh, profiled on, the, on this season. And then they just asked me to narrate it. Um, and I was more than happy to do that because I was a, a really uh, a fan of of the show, I watched the whole first season. I liked how they did it, so um, I felt that it was a, a really cool, uh, cool thing to be involved in. And I really appreciate the history of, of wrestling, so I enjoyed the fact that uh, that I was involved and learned quite a bit. Was able to kind of see these shows uh, from the ground level up. Um, Docu series are really becoming prestige uh you know tv shows as of late you know when you think of making of a murderer and now a show like this which i think just by this episode alone to me this is this is like superlative work and i think it it should get awards uh, recognition in my opinion um what do you what do you think it is that you know ma makes this i i guess i think eisner and husney did such great work but what do you think it is about this show that it really taps into this sort, these sort of interesting stories and, and um, icons of the business? Well, I mean, like I said, I think there's a lot of stories that, that if you're a wrestling fan, you kind of you kind of kind of kind of have heard before. Um, you know, obviously, there's ones that are that are more prominent, like the Ben. I mean, probably the biggest news stories that have happened over the last. 25 years in wrestling with the Benoit tragedy and the Owen Hart tragedy. So you know these things, but you might not know everything about it. You definitely haven't heard from the principals involved. But when you talk about like the Brawl for All, for example, uh, Dino Hernandez last season, I didn't really know about these stories. I've heard about them, and obviously Brawl for All is a tragedy, but just the whole concept behind it was so interesting. Uh, I really enjoy watching these shows, the New Jack show. I had no idea the reign of terror that he went on uh, 
you know, in the late '90s, early 2000s, and could give two shits about it. I just thought that was unbelievable how how, how nonplussed he was over these horrible things that he had done. So, um, I once again uh, uh, like watching wrestling history. I like seeing it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. And I appreciate how the guys produced Dark Side in that it's very informed of the council source. It's not sensationalistic. It's not uh, garish. Uh, it's not. Uh, uh, doesn't make you feel dirty when you watch it. It's done very classy, I guess you'd say. I agree. So it was a pleasure to be asked to be a part of it. I definitely agree, and there were a lot of things I never knew about, you know, just about Eddie and Vicky alone that uh, I learned from this uh, from this episode. Now, uh, Chris, at AEW Revolution, I believe your title was stolen by John Moxley, and I think it's a crock that John Moxley is celebrated because he basically faked an eye injury, which is dirty as hell. He basically cheated. Um, what do you think about that? That Moxley is celebrated and stole your title. And, and faking an eye injury like that, which I think is the dirtiest thing anyone could ever do. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great performance, and, and, and Moxley's a, a, a great, uh, he's really come to life since he came to AEW, which I really enjoy. Uh, I think he's one of the, the, the early stars um, to really break out for us, and um, one of the best stories that I've been involved in. I'm just glad we were able to pay it off before you know everything went down so the focus can be on him uh as the champion now um and not have to worry about all the excess things that are happening so uh good for him and i'm sure we'll have a great rematch and the time is right and uh we'll continue to, to tear the house down and, and and uh provide great moments for wonderful people such as yourself uh chris you are an icon. You're a living legend. Uh, I'm very grateful for this time, and uh, thank you, and uh, congrats on this show. Thank you. I mean, uh, thank you for what you've done with this episode, and uh, I can't wait to see the rest of this season, and I can't wait to see what you do next, man, and uh, just thank you for all the great work you, you do for us. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Dude. Talk to you soon. Thank you, and you've been listening to Jeffrey Harris. Thank you, everybody.